Hello there. Welcome to Now Tell Us. This is the place where we have guests come and tell us stories. They come and give us a life lesson. They come and educate us or inspire us. And we're always having great guests. And today, it's no exception. We have a great guest with us. And uh, please remember to go and subscribe to us at nowtellers.com and uh, share it with your friends. I'm always excited when I hear someone has shared a, an episode with someone. And uh, I got excited on my sister program uh, or podcast when I hit 100 episodes. Now, today's guest has done a thousand episodes on his episode, uh, podcast and still counting. Wow. How does one just go through up to a thousand episodes? I'm waiting to learn that. But um, anyway, I won't talk much. The reason that we are here is to listen to our guest today, who is none other than Kevin Palmieri. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Thank you for having me on, my friend. I'm excited to chat. We had a little conversation behind the scenes. I'm excited to, to see where we go today. Yeah, it's such an honor to have you here. Thank and you. Uh, knowing how busy you are, Yes, that's a top sit up uh, of uh, what an honor we have having you here. And uh, we are talking about Next Level University. Oh, that's great. That's great. We, we are ready to learn. And before we get started, we would love to know a bit about you. Maybe where were you born? Where are you living? What do you do currently? Yeah, I was. The show is yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. I was born in Milford, Massachusetts. I was raised in Uxbridge, Massachusetts. I now live in New Hampshire. And like Anthony said, the majority of the time I am podcasting, I am speaking, or I am coaching. That's really all I do in terms of business. I'm a big fitness fan. I love mixed martial arts, and I practice that pretty often. And I actually just got married last week so it's been a very busy summer but i'm very very grateful everything is trending upwards whoa whoa congratulations and thank you my friend we, we wish you we at now tell us wish you all the best in your marriage thank you, thank you. i appreciate it yes we look here forward to sharing and hearing more when the anniversaries come <laughs> <laughs> now i may not forget that because my birthday was on sunday <laughs> happy birthday Thank you. You're welcome. And, and and yes, we keep going. So a thousand episodes. What's your podcast about? Our podcast. So we have a 10 word description that we live by. It is heart driven, but no BS holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. So it's all about self-improvement. And we talk about life, love, health, and wealth. So holistic, well-rounded. That's our goal. Whoa. Uh, and I believe that we have some dream chasers connected to this show right here. So we are just in the right place at the right time to listen to listen to Kevin. Now, uh, would love to know uh, a little bit about you when you were born and how you were growing. Now we know where you were born, but we don't know how it was when you were young and how you were facing life. Yeah, I was raised by my mom and my grandmother. I didn't know my dad. I didn't meet my father until I was 27. And we grew up in lower middle class. We didn't have a lot of money. Um, but 
I, we always found a way to get by and it was never like, I never knew that we were broke. I didn't really understand that. I played baseball for most of my life. I was a pretty good baseball player. Um, I used to ride my bike around with my friends and we would stay out late and, you know, have fun. But my childhood was all things considered pretty normal. It was a pretty normal childhood other than growing up without a father. Uh, and unfortunately that is pretty normal now as mm -hmm. well. So that's all, that's a whole nother thing. But what was interesting, Anthony, is I knew at a pretty young age, I didn't want to go to high school, uh, to college. Mm -hmm. After I graduated high school, all of my friends went away to college and I stayed back and I said, I'm going to get a job and I'm going to start working. I don't, I don't want to go to college. That isn't for me. So I worked at a lot of different jobs. I was a gas station attendant. I worked at a hospital cleaning bathrooms and floors. I was a personal trainer. I was a truck driver. Uh, I was on the, the fire department for a very short time. I did many, many different things before I found podcasting, but my, my life has been an interesting journey of trying things, figuring out I don't like them or figuring out I love them and then leaving and finding something else. That's really been, I think I've quit all of my jobs without having another job lined up. That's kind of like part of my, part of my story. It's interesting to look back. Oh, quite interesting. I, I agree with you. It's quite interesting. And something that you mentioned uh, there uh, just uh, before, talking about it's normal these days. Now, that sounds very interesting, too. It's normal these days to grow up without a father. Mm. I mean, it's unfortunate when we I yeah. hear of the many stories. And this is why we pray for every person who's getting started with life with a partner right now, like you are doing, that uh, uh, the, the coming generation gets raised by both parents. Uh, it's it's quite something that is uh, of importance these days yeah. to pray for one another in that area. And not only pray, but also work at it because nothing works unless you do. And I hope you agree with that. Of course, a hundred percent. I, my, my, she was my fiance. Now she's my wife, but she was my fiance at the time we were having this conversation. I said, I, I don't really worry about us ever breaking up or falling out of love because we do work at it every day. Mm -hmm. And I, when we say health, wealth, life, and love, when you're working on love, it's more likely to grow and it's more likely to last. When you're working on your health every day, you're more likely to live a long, healthy life. When you're working on making more money and understanding money and learning, you're more likely to have a higher quality life with more money. So I believe that at a deep level, Anthony, I believe you, you don't get what you want. You get what you work for and you do, you got to work for it every day because Every you know, there's other people out there working for it too. So you're gonna make sure you are. Oh yeah, sure. And so if you want a long-lasting relationship, you you gonna work at it. If you want a long-lasting podcast, you gotta mm -hmm. work at it. If you mm -hmm. want a long-lasting business, because I, I understand that many businesses fail in their first six months or so. Uh, many more don't last uh, beyond their second year. So if you want yours to last more and longer then you've got to work at it. So mm -hmm. that, that's that's the message that we should pass to someone who's uh, out there listening to that, this episode. But I'm not the one to say it's Kevin that is to say better, 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 much more better than I can because uh, especially on this space that we are right now on podcasting, he's got all the experience. And I'm curious to learn a, bit, a few things about it of how 
how you've made it that far. But anyway, sure. uh, if we can go in the direction of uh, podcasting, how do you get it to a thousand episodes? <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's interesting because I didn't. When we recorded the thousandth episode, I took a moment and I was like, wow, we actually did that. I didn't, I never really saw that coming. That wasn't what I was playing for. But I think this is the, this is the lesson for me. And this is the thing that I took away. When we started this podcast, I started it originally by myself. And then I ended up partnering with my business partner, who's the best. But when I started it, it wasn't to make money. It wasn't to be famous. It wasn't to look good on social media. I started this podcast because I wanted to have deep conversations with people and I believe that self-improvement would help the world. So the short answer, how did we get to a thousand episodes? It was a non-negotiable for us to ever stop because we're not doing it for ourselves. We're doing it for our community. We're doing it for the world. And I think this is what happens with a lot of people, Anthony. They start something based on profit. So I always say this, some, some people have their P's in the wrong order. They start something for profit and then they try to convince themselves that they're passionate about it. I started this because I was passionate about it. And then my business partner and I found a way to make money. We found a way to make it profitable. And then it was like, oh, now we're making money to do what we love. In a way, it's the hardest it's ever been because I'm busier than I've ever been, but it's also the easiest it's ever been because I can actually pay my bills now. For the first three years, I couldn't even pay my bills really. And I was just, I believed in this mission and I have a wonderful business partner who believes in this mission. So yeah, it it's not about the podcast. It's not about us. It's about impact. And I believe if impact is your main focus, you will have more staying power than somebody who's just in it to look good or make passive income or whatever it may be. Hmm. That's interesting, and uh, I'm learning now. Uh, you talk about getting a partner now. These mm. are too many partners, and <laughs> you got a partner last week. Uh, uh, in committed, more committed partner last week. Mm. You got a partner to do a, a, a podcast with, and I'm Anthony here, who's welcoming only guests. I'm not the only one, uh, and I know there's someone who's listening out there who's wondering. I have something going. But how do I get a partner? Because um, uh, I know, I know there's something that, and maybe we can get it more clearer from you uh, that uh, it's better two than one. Then, I mean, when you're doing two of you something, a project, uh, uh, you, you're in a relationship and you're looking at the future together, it's always better uh, than when you're just one. So, mm -hmm. business wise, before, if we may have go there to go even into the, relationship wise but business wise how do you get a good partner how do you connect how do you start it off yeah i think the number one thing is to get very clear on your core beliefs your core aspirations mm -hmm. and your core values that's the way to make any partnership work so you have to understand okay my core beliefs what do i believe as a human being self-improvement would improve the world cool mm -hmm. that's a core belief i have what is a core value i have Honesty, um, hard work, somebody who supports others' big goals and dreams. Okay, cool. Those are those are those three. And then what are what's my core aspiration? Like, what are my core aspirations to bring self improvement to the masses? 
to like really blow this thing up so everybody has the opportunity to get a little bit better every day for free. When you're clear on those, you can start to see whether or not people are compatible with you. So it's one of those things where if you and I want to take a trip, we have to agree where we want to go or we're not going to be able to go together. If mm -hmm. you want to go to California in the United States and I want to go to Colorado in the United States, you're going to have to keep driving after I'm done. So that's a, that's a core aspiration. Like, where are we going together? Mm -hmm. If that's not aligned, then it's going to be challenging to find that person. Your core belief might be, um, you know, I believe we should take this route and the other person believes you should take a different route. And then your core value might be the music that you listen to on the journey. If the music, you you don't like the same music, it's going to make the, the journey a little bit more difficult. So I believe it's really about figuring out your core values, your core aspirations, and your beliefs. I think those are really, really very important because that's what really a relationship is built upon. And how do you find that person? There's a lot of different ways. I mean, you can just start having conversations with people, but you have to really make sure that the person has their heart in it. I think that's the most important thing when it comes to partnership. We've been told by so many mentors that we weren't going to make it as partners and having business partners is a terrible idea and everything's going to burn to the ground. And that's, it's never been close to that. I'm not worried about that. We're as focused on building our characters as building our business. And I think that's an important thing too. So yeah, I think it depends on you as a person. You have to get crystal clear on what you're playing for. That way you can figure out whether or not other people are playing for the same thing. Mm. And I'm tempted to think that uh, those same values that you've mentioned uh, align with a, a love relationship, not just a business relationship. So I may not ask you to just repeat uh, or tell us about the same values. <laughs> well, yeah. Relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you think about why do relationships, why do relationships drift apart? Because something changes. It could be a core value of um, you used to love spending time with the children, but now you don't. Your values have changed, but my values are the same. That creates distance, right? Or your core belief that um, what's a what's a good one? Your core belief that quality time is very important. Mm -hmm. That changed, and I still believe quality time is very important. Or the core aspiration of I want us to be the happiest most centered couple ever. If you're, mm -hmm. if any of those things change among one partner and not the other, that's where things start to get divided because mm -hmm. you're not, you're not in the relationship for the same reason you started. So it, it all depends on, on your core values, your core beliefs and your core aspirations. If you have the core aspiration of having the most loving successful relationship possible and your partner doesn't have that it's going to be very challenging because you're going to approach things differently every decision you make is based on your core beliefs your core values and your core aspirations and mm. if they're not the same you're probably going to make different decisions mm. thank you for that of course and let me ask and i'm going to compare two things here uh, how long was it before you uh, got a partner in your business uh, probably a year in the podcast uh, before, before it became a, a business, because that's, yeah, yeah, uh -huh. probably a year, a year. Okay. 
And uh, how long with, were you with your fiancé before you uh, decided on committing? Uh, probably like three years. Three years, okay. We get that. We can decode whatever it is that we want from there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wonderful. And uh, consistency. We would love to talk about that uh, with your uh, I mean, podcast. Mm. How did you manage to stay consistent? I mean, maybe I, I am guessing that we have to go back to the values. <laughs> yeah, that's that's part of it. Uh, one yeah. of the things is I have, and this is the important thing about having a partner, I have built-in accountability. So there have been days where I didn't want to record episodes and Alan said, hey, we have to record episodes. There have been days where Alan didn't want to record episodes and I said, hey, we have to we have to record episodes. We have built-in accountability where there's always somebody waiting. So it, think about it this way. If you want to go to the gym, you can either try to force yourself to go to the gym or you can have one of your friends meet you at the gym. And if you know that person is waiting at the gym for you, you're more likely to get up out of bed, put your gym clothes on, throw your shoes on, grab your water bottle and get out the door. So that's one of the reasons. But again, it all goes back to the goal. Our goal was never to get to a thousand episodes. That wasn't that wasn't the goal. The goal was to make this my job, to do this full time, to build a business, and then to do it forever. There, there is no, there's no end date. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of people, whether it's business, podcast, relationships, whatever it may be, they start it and say, Well, I'm gonna try and see what happens. That was it was never we're gonna try and if it works out, it works out. It was I'm going to be the best I can be at this. And I'm going to try every single day to get better every single day. And we're going to do whatever it takes to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So I think that's an important piece is in a weird way, Anthony, there was no other option. It, there being not being consistent wasn't an option when we realized what we really wanted to do. Um, and then I'll, I'll just say this. I'm a very consistent human being. That's, that's part of it too, is I'm, I'm pretty consistent. I've studied fitness for a long time. And now we're at the point where we track all our habits. So now we have extra, extra built-in accountability and we have extra structure. So the goal is never to miss an episode ever. Seven days a week forever. That's the goal. Mm. And I think there's a word there that you mentioned that is quite important to someone mm. anywhere who's doing something. The word is accountability. Mm -hmm. I mean, how, how, how important is that word? So important. Yeah, it's so important. It's, I believe it's the power of accountability is also the fear of accountability. So a lot of people don't want to, and I understand this, but a lot of people don't want to post on social media what they're doing or what they want, or they don't want to post their goals. But I think it actually helps you if you have a supportive circle. So most people don't run 26 miles just because they want to run 26 miles. Mm. What they do is they sign up for a marathon. Everybody knows about it. You got to mm. raise a certain amount of money to get into the marathon. And that's a level of accountability. What accountability is, is it's extra necessity. It's mm -hmm. an extra reason. It's guardrails to make sure that you're on your goal and in alignment with your goal. It is so, so, so important. But the problem is, it's hard to find accountability because somebody to be accountable with you, they also have to be consistent. So mm -hmm. you have to find somebody who can 
push you when you need to be pushed, but also is able to be pulled when you need to pull them. That's a very important thing. But yeah, I think it's one of the things that's underutilized most is accountability. And I think it's because we're afraid to let other people down. We're afraid to look bad. We're afraid to let ourselves down. I understand all that. I have done all those things for sure, but it definitely has made a huge difference in my life. hundred percent. Mm, that's good. It's good to hear that. That's, I, that's what I'm imagining. I mean, it's, it's much more important that many people pay attention to mm. I mean, being accountable. And then there is a word that I don't know how you're going to link them together, but we have vulnerability. Mm. <laughs> that's uh yeah it's tough to it's tough to link that link that together especially in a relationship mm. when it comes to any relationship not just an intimate relationship i believe the level of the relationship is connected to the level of the vulnerability in the relationship mm -hmm. when when i talk about vulnerability i'm just talking about the truth Right. That's what being vulnerable is, is it's just leaning more and more and more into the truth. If you want your relationships to either improve or to dissolve, because sometimes that might be what's best, you have to lean into vulnerability. Mm -hmm. You will realize very quickly that the people in your life are either very accepting of it or they don't like when you're vulnerable, that's a whole nother conversation. But yeah, it, it is very important because you can't really attract your people. You can't really, the law of attraction doesn't work unless you're living in your own truth. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an added benefit of vulnerability. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people think being vulnerable is weak. Being vulnerable takes a very, very high level of strength. It's a very strong thing to do. And I think it's, it's, more now than ever understood, but it's such a, a valuable lesson and a valuable skill to learn. Mm. Yeah, because you mentioned about um, people being afraid to post their goals mm. and uh, because they risk some, I don't know what, but uh, not only that, there are people who would not um, post themselves talking. I mean, there's that. Oh, what am I going to say? What, what are people going to say when they hear what I'm saying uh, on my on social media? So it, it takes some courage. It takes some uh, <laughs> to come out there and be vulnerable to the public and be accountable to them. I, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I believe that. Um, coming back to your podcast and uh, uh, people who are listening, and you are going to tell us this, I know there are people who wondering who under there outside when they see two people talking on a daily basis. They're just exchanging some thoughts, some lessons, and uh, that's all. Maybe they're on Facebook, maybe on on YouTube, on all the other platforms. But all they do is just stay there and talk. How on earth do you turn that into a business? <laughs> that's a great question. Um, the the best way to put it is, and this is an important understanding for mostly podcasters, but anybody at a, at us at a level, you have to understand that a podcast is only so valuable. the The podcast can only be as as valuable as it is specific. So, it's very hard to help everybody through what they're going through. So this is what happens: you start a podcast. It becomes somewhat successful. You have people listening. 
And I remember Alan and I, Alan's my business partner. We were like, okay, we're a year and a half into this, two years into this. We got to start figuring out like, how are we going to make money? So we started coaching people for free. I reached out to somebody who I knew was a listener. I said, Hey, I'm thinking of starting doing some mind, like some mindset peak performance coaching. Are you interested? And she said, yeah. And I, I coached her every week for a couple months for free. I didn't, I did not ask for any money. And at the end of that, I said, Hey, I can't do this for free anymore. What do you think of $50 a week? And I started coaching and Alan started coaching. And this is what happens. The podcast is valuable, but some people will say, well, I want more value. I want more help. I want more specific help. I want more results. I want more, more support. I want more awareness, whatever it may be. And that's how you turn into a business. You make sure that you have different levels set up and each level is more valuable than the previous level. And then you charge accordingly based on, based on your demographic and based on, you know, your, your listener community needs and what they have. But that's really what we did is we built a very, very high quality, amazing community with amazing people in it. And they said, well, we want more help. And that's, that's how we, we turned it into a business. Our business is all coaching. We don't mm -hmm. do any ads or sponsorships or any of that. It's, it's helping. How do we help at a deeper level? That is how our business is set up. It's set up impact first, money second. That's the way it's, it's designed for us. Mm, beautiful. Thank you. And now that's service-based, your business is service-based. What would you tell someone who is dealing with products? I mean, if, and he's thinking, how, can I have a podcast? How will I use my podcast to grow my product business? How would you tell someone like that who's listening here? Yeah, the ultimate understanding that you need to have is people only listen to podcasts to get their problem solved. That is the point of a podcast. What problem are you solving? If you can make a podcast that is aligned with whatever your product is, 100%, you can use a podcast to help you. Number one, you have content, right? Now more than ever, content is super valuable. It's easier to do video now than it's ever been. So you can do podcasts of you talking about experiences through your product and post it on social media. That's awesome. But the other thing you have to think of is a podcast is you adding value and it's you building a real relationship that is deep. You can mm -hmm. put a social media post up every day and that's great. And social media is a great way to build a business, but mm -hmm. it's not the same as somebody listening to you for an hour a week. It's different. It's mm -hmm. different. So even if it's not directly from the podcast. You're building a warm community of potential clients with the podcast. The same as if you're building a social media page, a YouTube page, a website, a mailing list. I just think it's better because you're actually talking to them and they're consuming a large amount of content. So I believe that no matter what business you're in, having a podcast is a positive idea because you have the content, you can build up an actual community and you can also get a good idea of what people are going through. And then you can talk about it. I think, I think it's wonderful no matter what industry, business, whatever it may be. Mm. Good, beautiful. Next level university. How did you settle on that name? <laughs> that's, a, that's a wonderful question. So... I initially started a podcast called the Hyperconscious Podcast. Mm -hmm. for, 
For most of my life, I felt like I was living unconsciously. The opposite of unconscious is hyperconscious. Cool. Love that. We had a mentor who was coaching us. His name's Evan Carmichael. He's, he's big on YouTube. He's a successful entrepreneur, spoken with Tony Robbins. Great, great human being. Great mm -hmm. guy. We were on a call with him and he said, you guys are awesome. You ask great questions. You're very intelligent. You, you know this entrepreneurial thing very well. I can never remember the name of your business. I don't know what hyperconscious means. Nobody does. Mm -hmm. And he needs to change your name. And we said, absolutely not. Not going to happen. Hyperconscious is my baby. But we thought about it and we realized he's way ahead of us and he probably knows some things and we should be humble enough here to take this advice and at least see where it lands. Mm -hmm. So something Alan and I were saying at the time was next level. We would say, oh, that's next level or that you know, that, that book was next level or that movie was next level. And we wanted to build an online university where it would have a building for health. It would have a building for wealth. It would have a building for love. We wanted to build like an online campus. So I said, what about next level university? And Alan and I talked about it. We told Evan Carmichael and he's like, no, nah, that's not it. And we said, no, this is it. This is the name we're choosing. We're planting our flag. We are next level you. And I love the name. And I think it speaks to who we are as human beings. And so we changed from hyperconscious to next level university. I think we were like 450 episodes in when we changed the name. And that was scary for sure. Mm. And what's your biggest platform? Uh, the podcast in general. So like Spotify or Apple podcast is our biggest, that's our biggest platform. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Those two YouTube, YouTube's okay. We just, for us, it's about having the content and we know as we get more listens, people will go over to YouTube because YouTube now is, it's different than it was. The mm. video portion of podcasting, I think is growing. So having that, having that content is always going to be valuable. So yeah, Spotify, Apple podcasts, those are the biggest two. Mm, beautiful. And now for the person who is listening or those who get to listen after we are through from our website would like you to get help from kevin now please tell us kevin how can you help the listener <laughs> uh how can i help the listener my expertise my jam the thing that i love doing the thing that i have studied for the last five years is podcasting so i help people grow and monetize their podcasts that's what i can help with that's whether it's speaking, whether it's putting the episodes together, whether it's getting good guests, making money, you know, becoming a more confident podcaster. That's really my jam. And that's all I do now. I don't do mindset coaching or any of that. So yeah, if you're a podcaster who wants help, I believe I can probably help you with something. Do I know everything? No. But after a thousand something episodes and being on 400 other shows, I have learned a lot about the industry and I like to bring that awareness to other people. So that's how I can help for sure. Mm, and I'm glad you shared with us some tips on this episode Thank you. about podcasting and how can people reach you? Yeah. If you want to listen to us, we're next level university, seven episodes a week, every single day in your pocket for free. And then that wonderful website scrolling at the bottom, nextleveluniverse.com. You can find all our information on there. And then uh, I am at Never Quit Kid on Instagram. That is a, a good place to reach out as well. Mm, beautiful. So go to that website and uh, connect with Kevin and uh, 
see the web, how they do it, just how they do it. They do it beautifully. And I believe that you're going to like everything that you're going to see there. And not only that, uh, that, get some value from him in every possible way that you can. It's an opportunity. And we really appreciate you being on our episode here today, Kevin, and uh, for sharing all that you've shared with us. We are almost coming to the end of this episode. But before you go, Kevin, this is now tell us. And we would like you to tell us a few words that we should always remember. This is oh, your time. Man. <laughs> okay, no pressure, no pressure. This, this is what I would say. Your reality becomes the parts of your imagination that you hold on to and pour into the longest. I had a podcast on episode number seven. I said, this is my goal to make this my full-time job, to be an entrepreneur, to be my own boss. And here we are a thousand episodes later, and this is what I get to do every single day. But it's also the thing that I have worked every single day for, for the last however many years. And I have stayed focused on it. I have stayed committed. I have stayed consistent. And I believe we all have that thing. I cannot promise you will make it. I can't promise you can achieve anything you want. But I can promise if you don't try, if you don't start, it's never going to happen. So that's what I would say. That's beautiful. Thank you. To, to that, uh, the person who's listening or watching, yeah, go put that into proper use, whatever it is that you've had here. Talking of numbers, thousands and episode number seven. Why seven? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so, seven stars me up. I mean, I, every time I hear seven, I say, oh, okay. <laughs> at the time, I was miserable at my job and... Mm -hmm. I sat down and recorded a podcast episode and I was just dreaming. I was dreaming of what I wanted in the future. And that was, it just happened to be episode number seven. Wonderful. And uh, now at 1000, we wish you many more thousands. We wish you, you great success anyway on your episode and uh, in your business as we continue to wish you the greatest in your marriage or the best for uh, on your partnerships in business and in life. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it very much. Yes, and such been uh, has been such a great honor for you being here. And now we've come to the end of Now Tell Us Today. And uh, I've been your host, Anthony Morore. And together with Kevin Parmieri, we are saying bye for now. Bye. Bye.